the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Andrew Claven, uh, the host of the Andrew Claven Show. He is one of the key triumvirate members of the Daily Wire team and author of the new book, Another Kingdom. Andrew, welcome back. I think there's a... Isn't, isn't there a plot out there? You had laryngitis for a week. I've gone down an octave with my bronchitis. I think the left's out to get us, aren't they, Andrew? <laughs> At least it may be the devil roaming abroad. I think <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're going to have a lot of fun, but first we, we have to get serious. We'll talk about your book in the second segment. Very excited to discuss that. But we had, we've been talking about the attack at the the uh, uh, synagogue in uh, San Diego. We had the survivor, the veteran who ran at the killer, made him drop his weapon, was on the show in the last hour. I, I need you as as the the voice of sanity to react, to analyze for the America First listeners how the media is dealing with this. And I'm going to play you one audio cut from this morning by a man who, shockingly, was a Republican member of Congress not too long ago, who goes by the name of Joe Scarborough. Let's play cut four. We are so far beyond dog whistles here, Donald. We are so far beyond dog whistles. The blood, the blood that is spilled is on your hands from white nationalists, from people that listen to that sort of rhetoric. Any violence to journalists, enemy of the people. No, we are so past dog whistles now, Donald. You are just inciting violence. For the sake of your country, for the sake of Jews that keep getting gunned down, and for the sake of others who are put in danger by your words. Andrew Claven, he's at Andrew Claven, K-L-A-V-A-N. He is the author of Another Kingdom, anotherkingdombook.com. Andrew, you were born Jewish and you are now Christian. Um, what do you say to Joe Scarborough, who says the blood of those who have been attacked uh, is on the hands of our president? Well, you know, I don't want to use words like shameful or shameless, because I think it's gone beyond that at this point. Right. I, you know, here's a, here's a guy with uh, a Jewish daughter, a Jewish son-in-law, Jewish grandchildren. Uh, they're talking about naming a street after him in Israel. They love him so much. It, it, he, the, the creation of the racist Donald Trump, is the work of the media. They made this character up. They used that uh, phrase that he used after Charlottesville when he said there are fine people on both sides, clearly when you go back to the transcript, clearly referring to the people who are arguing over statuary in the name of a park. And they had used that and ginned it up into this idea that he was saying there were fine people among the white nationalists. And if you use this again and again, and then, I mean, the proof that this is a, a hoax is that not one of them, not one, has ever said to the president, excuse me, who did you mean when you said there were pe- fine people? Yes. Outside? If there was some confusion, if there was some confusion, I mean, I know that I would say, just a sec, I just want to be clear about this. Right. So that just proves that, it, that it's a hoax. 
They've created this racist, this anti-black president who has done more for blacks than Barack Obama ever did, this anti-Jewish president who has done more for Jews and more for Israel than certainly Obama or virtually any president has ever done. So they've created this character, and then they blame this character for inciting violence. But really, if people see him in that way, whose fault is it? It's the press's fault. It's Joe Scarborough's fault. Yeah. You know, it, it, to, to make him into that character, as they did with George W. Bush, now let's not forget, this is not anomalous. I mean, it's right. worse with, with Trump, but they did it before. And then to blame the character that they made up for the things that happened is insane. Uh, not to mention the fact that this, this clown who went in there and, and shot uh, this woman in the synagogue mentioned Trump as a Zionist traitor. Not only did he say this, this is an incredible point, that he called him a traitor, a Zionist, uh, uh, an insult to, to whiteness, if you will. There is a photograph of his victim, this woman he shot, smiling in front of the plaque of our embassy in Israel, which has the word Donald Trump on it. She was a pro-Trump supporter, and, and he is an anti-Trump murderer, and this is, I have to ask you this, because this, the human inside me demands an answer, Andrew. And, and, and your, your autobiography, The Great Good Thing, is so powerful, and it talks about the truth. When people do this, it demonstrates such an utter negation of the truth. It, it, it beggars belief, doesn't it? Yes, it's a, the, the hatred of Jews. Look, the hatred of Jews is a hatred of God. The hatred of God is a hatred of self. It's a hatred of God's creation, starting with yourself. There's no question about this. When you listen to them talk, when you listen to anti-Semites talk, all you have to do is go back and watch The Exorcist, watch the things that, girl, that come out of the girl's mouth in The Exorcist when she's possessed, and listen to the things that anti-Semites say, and you'll know exactly who they're talking for. And I, I don't mean to get hyper-religious about it. I'm just saying this, these are the people, the Jews, who introduced God into the West. Yes. And when you hate them, you are hating that train of thought. You're hating that uh, inheritance that we got from them. And there's, there's simply no question about it that that's where it comes from. I mean, have you ever heard uh, an, an anti-Semite who seemed like he was a, a peaceful, loving guy who was <laughs> at peace with right. himself? No. You know, right. these are people who are roiled with, with hatred. The the canard that has had its had, has had its long, long run that the Jews are killed Christ. I mean, this I, idea that you know, you you lump the, the you take people who did a bad thing of a race and call them and identify them with the race, but you don't take the Jesus Christ or his disciples or the people who yeah. started Christianity. You don't generalize them and say, oh, the Jews were Christ. <laughs> the Jews were uh, the givers of the gift of Christianity to the nations. You don't say any of that. You know, it's just it's just horrific. But it always rises when evil rises. It always does when you see. That not, I'm not talking about country club, you know, sniffing at Jews. I'm talking about this real hatred, this real anti-Semitic hatred. When you see this rise up, it, it is a mark that evil is on the march. It's a mark that something has gone terribly wrong with a certain segment of people. Now, it's on the left and right. We know this. But it's different in the sense that these right-wingers who do this are completely uh, outside the mainstream yeah. of our movement, the mainstream of this constitutional small government uh, freedom-loving movement of conservatism. These people have no place in it. They call them the alt-right because they're an alternative yes. to the right. And it worries me that on the left, 
it has crept into the mainstream that we have congresswomen like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib who are basically mouthing words that would destroy the state of Israel, that we have a leadership in the Democrat Party that can't condemn them because they're so tangled up in the identity politics nonsense. They can't find the words. That, that's really disturbing to me. I, you know, I'm happy to condemn the, the right-wingers who uh, ascribe to this hateful idea, but let's just be honest that it's creeping into the mainstream of the left. And, and, and the their only- leaders, unlike you or Republican leaders, are not prepared to condemn those that they have embraced inside their party. There's a reason that my friend Andrew Claven is such a successful writer, scriptwriter, and bon vivant and a raconteur. In his latest article in the City Journal, it's at the top of my Twitter feed. Just to quote uh, the question, the title is, Can We Believe? It's from the City Journal. Just one beautiful quote. The flowering of the Western mind took place under the Christian sun. The light that led us here can lead us on. Welcome back, Andrew. It's great to be here. Um, So I was a humble follower of your podcast and your fantasy adventure, Another Kingdom, when it was a kind of radio play podcast in which Michael Knowles, I don't know how you chose him, but anyway, when Michael Knowles played all the parts, uh, I guess you were desperate, right? Exactly. What can you do? It's Hollywood. You get the actors you can get. (laughs) Um, And now... It's a book. It was, it's been published, correct? Another Kingdom. Yes, it's a it's a novel. It's a come out. They brought did a beautiful job bringing it out. Got a great cover, and uh, you know I, I hope people will take a look at it because it's going to have a third season as a podcast. But now the first season uh, is unavailable, so you can read the first season as the book or get the audio book and actually hear Knowles uh, perform it on the audio book. And uh, you know, if you've ever wanted to hear Andrew Knowles pretend to be a life-size, a human-sized rodent witch. This is the <laughs> fantasy you want to listen to. Um, go, amazing, go to anotherkingdombook.com. Now, I'm going to ask you the pointed question. Let's get to the meat of the matter, Drew. We're not going to waste time here on America First. This isn't just a good story, right? There is a, a few deeper messages in Another Kingdom. Am I, am I, am I reading things into your writing? <laughs> well, all stories have themes. And, you know, I think one of the things is is that conservatives do not pay enough attention to the arts. The arts affect people's minds. You know, people spent a billion dollars to go see the Avengers movie and it's, it's basically left-wing propaganda. Right. You know, I do what little I can. I write novels. I, I put them out there as podcasts. I try to reach people. And it's not a, a matter. There is no preaching. There's no explicating. There's no argumentation. It's just that, that's, when, that's when we fail. That's when the right fails. When they make those that's preachy right. culture right. products, it's a complete dud. Exactly. But, but, the, but stories do come out of the imagination of someone. This one comes out of my imagination. It is framed by my values and my point of view. And I think that that shows and, and informs the story. And I think if, if people on the right don't support artists, you know, they're not going to have any art. And it's going to be a real big surprise what happens because the arts eat away at uh, the culture and they basically form the culture of the future. And I just think like, look, I'm just selling a great story here, but I think it'd be great if people would take a look at it. What is the most, let, let me put you, you know, on point here for a second. Where, where do you see, because changing a culture can take not years, it can take decades. Where do you see 
the best investment to be made? Where, where can you get most bang for your buck in terms of doing what Andrew Breitbart taught us, which is to change the ship of politics by influencing culture? Because, you know, movies take a lot of money. Uh, pot, is it podcasts? What, what, what is it? Where, where should we begin, Andrew Claven, in, in ter- turning the tide of this political war? It's anywhere the talented people can do an end run around the, the, the left-wing gatekeepers. I mean, I was, I was virtually banned from Hollywood. I went to a podcast, this, the podcast of Another Kingdom, got over 100,000 hits an episode, which is a huge wow. deal for, for fiction. Uh, you know, I, I write novels. I've written movies for uh, the iPad. You know, I've just, just anything, any place where I can do an end run. I do it, and I think that that's going to be the culture of the future, and I think there's every possible uh, reason for really talented uh, you know, right-wing artists to appear there and not be uh, sort of slaves to the next Hollywood, big Hollywood uh, event, because I think that it's a rebel, we're a rebel culture now. The culture that supports the Constitution is a rebel culture, and I think we have to act like rebels and stop trying to win the praise of the New York Times and the, and the studios in Hollywood. It's the only way. It's the only way we're going to win. Yeah, I, I had a strange reputation in the White House because I refused to talk to the New York Times, CNN, <laughs> the Washington Post. I said, dudes, why would I do that? They're trying to destroy me and my boss. Why, why, why would I waste my time helping them? Uh, he is Andrew Claven. Go to my uh, Twitter feed or his, Andrew Claven, K-L-A-V-A-N. I reposted his uh, speech earlier uh, this month at the Hillsdale College. Also his article on the... A culture, the Judeo-Christian culture, the flowering of the Western mind in City Journal. And also, do not hesitate. You will have a lot of fun with Another Kingdom available now, anotherkingdombook.com. Thank you, Drew. Keep doing what you do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.